America, what's happening? It's Friday, y'all, and you know what that means. Tell the boss to kiss your ass, light up the grass, and fall into the groove. Buckle up tight, America. You've just boarded the spaceship to Planet Funk. We're getting ready to activate the junk in your trunk and put the glide back in your stride. This is Flashback Friday on the Drive Time at 5. With your captain for the next hour, Young Bull, on Vinyl97.com. America, requesting permission to launch. Turntables, check. Vinyl, check. Funk meter, check. We are now clear for launch. Stand by for countdown. America, we have liftoff. All systems look good. We are engaging the funk drive. Please put your time back. 
America's your captain, Young Bull, piloting your ship to Planet Funk. You're listening to Flashback Friday Drive at 5 on Vinyl97.com.
Just escape the gravitational pull of Earth, and we have the funk drives at full throttle. So get loose as we bring back the good feelings of yesteryear. Here we come, Planet Funk. This is Young Bull with the Flashback Friday Drive at 5 on Vinyl97.com.
the good thing about the good ship funk we don't have any judging people on board and that means we can talk about any damn thing we want to and this week we're talking about kids and why in the hell did we have them what are they good for and what in the world gave us the idea that they would make our lives happier in some way they show up in the world expecting shit feed me change me burp me, rock me back to sleep. While you walk around looking like a zombie because your sleep pattern has been compromised. And then they get to this age between two and nine where everything's not all bad. You actually have some happy periods in there. They even make you smile a little bit. But at the same time, they're still draining your pockets and your clock with travel football, travel basketball. It's never ending. But you're seeing them grow into these beautiful people, so it's okay. Then they hit another zone, where they start to become self-aware between the ages of 10 and 12. 
Now they're interested in fashion trends where they start to say things like, Dad, I need these sneakers over here. And that's when you start to say things like, well, I need you to go to work. But they're still cool at this age. And then they start to hit the teenage years where the young bucks, they start to smell their own piss. And the teenage girls, they join Satan's army and turn into these evil little bitches. And moms with any sense will knock them out cold the first time that they rear up at them. And press that reset button. And if that mother doesn't do that the first time, it's going to be a hell of a ride until that young lady leaves that house. And for you fathers, the same thing. I don't believe in child abuse, but if my son ever bucks his chest up at me, you can cold believe that I am knocking him the fuck out. When he wakes up, then we can talk about it. Too many parents today have gotten away from being the authority inside their house. It's not going down like that in my house. I'm sorry. If I had done one-fifth of what these kids are doing today in my home, my father would have gave me a concussion and my mother would have helped him. I go to friends' houses now that have teenagers and man, sometimes I wish I could knock them out for them. How are you going to come downstairs and throw your keys at your mother and father talking about you need a better car because Brad down the street's dad just bought him a brand new Mustang? Man, these kids are so damn ungrateful. And these little teenage demon bitches, you have to send them a text just to tell them to come downstairs for dinner. And they don't even look up away from their phone the entire time that they're sitting at the dining room table. And I'm sitting there like, man, if these were my kids, I'd probably already have the cops at my door. And then they have the nerve to turn around and say, dad, I need $100 to go out with my friends tonight. They didn't ask my homeboy, Dad, can I have a hundred bucks? They said, Dad, I need a hundred bucks. And I'm sitting back the whole time, like I'm watching an episode of The Twilight Zone. And all I could think to myself was, this is not going down in my house. Now let's move on to the next phase. You do all of this prep work for all of these years to get their asses accepted into a great university. They graduate, and unlike us who went out into the world and made it happen no matter what, they bring their asses right back home after graduation and talk about, I don't have any experience, so I'm going back to grad school. And you're thinking to yourself, you lazy motherfucker, but you don't say it out loud, of course, but that's what you're thinking. And then you start calculating how much grad school is going to cost in your head. And at the same time, you're thinking about your youngest one who's getting ready to go to undergrad now. And now you're going to also have to pay for this grown person who's going back to grad school because they didn't have any experience. And then they get out of grad school and it wasn't the magic bullet that they thought it was going to be. Then they end up getting a job at Starbucks, getting tattoos and piercings and everything in places that no person in a Fortune 500 company is going to hire. And now on Sunday mornings, you're sitting at the kitchen table in your robe and you're looking at all the debt that they've created. 
and now they're working at Starbucks, texting the day away with the tattoos and their stretched earlobes. And this, this is that moment when even if you're a Jesus freak, you start to go, what the fuck? And where the fuck did I go wrong? Because there was a time when you had visions of you and your husband in faraway lands, scuba diving, opening a new business, or finally buying that fishing boat that you guys wanted all these years. Well, now reality is here. And now you realize that these little motherfuckers that you thought were going to be cute to have, have ruined your whole entire future. Now when you retire, you get to go ahead and take a job at Walmart and be a greeter to make ends meet because of all the debt that you've accumulated from these ungrateful little motherfuckers. Brothers and sisters, I know I say the word motherfucker a lot. And trust me, I do have a pretty extensive vocabulary. But here's the thing. I could use a whole lot of words in its place. But nothing gives you the same depth of understanding like the word motherfucker. So let's rewind. We're going back to the beginning. You're sitting inside of Red Lobster on that initial date, getting to know each other, exchange, exchanging questions and all that kind of stuff, right? And that question about kids comes up. So, how do you feel about kids and how many do you want? And you said, oh, I love kids. I want to have at least two or three. Oh, me too. And this is where you made a critical error. You have now associated the joy of getting to know this person that you're dating with the joy of having kids. They are not one and the same. And this is the very moment at which you fucked yourself. So when we come back, we're going to go ahead and get deep into this. This is Act Like You Know by Fat Larry's band off their 1982 album, Breaking Out.
This is Young Bull with the Flashback Friday Drive at 5 on Vinyl 97. Vegas, come out and join me on Lake Las Vegas on May 14th for my 40th birthday celebration. Bring your swim trunk so you can race me on the paddle boards. And make sure you bring a food donation item that can help feed a Southern Nevada family. To whom much is given, much is required and expected. Okay, Vegans, Planet Funk, directly ahead.
Welcome back, America. You're listening to Flashback Friday's Drive Time at 5 on Vinyl 97 with Young Bull. Before we left, we were talking about kids and why in the hell did we have them? Well, here's the dirty lowdown secret. The urge to bring new life into the world is actually programmed into your DNA. All life inside the universe has an autopilot program running inside of it that says, now it's time to go ahead and replicate yourself and continue the species. And we as human beings are no different. And men, we have the urge to spread our seed very early in our teen years. That urge will continue as long as a man stays healthy. Women develop this desire after men, but this desire for them gets stronger as they get closer to the age of 30. By the time a woman starts to get closer to the age of 40, this urge to have kids starts to scream at the top of its lungs. And this is why if you're dating a woman that is inside this age range that hasn't had kids yet, you better be serious about what you're doing and not wasting her time. Because she will slice all your tires if you make her miss her window. And there are some people who have convinced themselves that they don't even want kids. That is until that urge hits and they want kids all of a sudden. That is until that urge hits and they can't explain it, but they want kids all of a sudden. Mother Nature has a way of always making her case. So that's where the urge comes from. Now, let's talk about the purpose of the kids. They are not here to make you happy. And if you think that, you are delusional. No one else is going to say this to you. No one else is going to say this to you. But I will. And I'm going to always keep it real with you, America. These little motherfuckers are going to get on your last nerve. And this is the whole reason why rich folk send them off to boarding school. Middle class people send them to their grandparents in the summertime. And poor folk just send them outside to go and play until the street lights come on. The whole purpose of the whole purpose of these demon spawns is to continue your family legacy. Imagine if you were the last one inside of your family and you didn't have kids. Your family and all the ancestors before you die with you. It's it's the same exact thing as being on the endangered species list. And there are actually a lot of families on this list. So, when I boil it down, I did have a choice, but I didn't have a choice. I respected my family way too much to allow them to die with me. And if I said, it's incredibly selfish of an individual to let their family die by not having kids, that would be politically incorrect. So what I'll say instead is, that would be incredibly selfish. Y'all already know, we don't care about being politically correct over here. 
Being politically correct is part of the reasons why the kids inside of our country are so screwed up right now. We're afraid to say a damn thing to them. So that's the purpose in having kids. Right now we're going to drop the needle in the groove on some Sugar Hill Gang with Rapper's Delight. America, you're listening to Flashback Friday's Drive Time at 5 with Young Bull on Vinyl97.com. Give me 
guaranteed to make you rock. You said one, two, three, four. Tell me one, two, my, what are you waiting for? To the hip
before we left, we were talking about kids and why we have their ungrateful asses. Now we're going to talk about raising them. Brothers and sisters, you do not have to take my advice. I am going to love you no matter what. Whether you have kids that respect you and have manners, or whether you have demons that talk shit to you. I am still going to love you and be here every Friday, dropping the needle on the one. So let's get into it. Any idea you have about spoiling your kids, don't. Any idea you have about being your kid's BFF, any idea you have about giving your kid all the opportunities that you didn't, don't. All of that will backfire on you and leave you looking stupid. Besides, it is not the formula for success. Have you ever noticed that the most successful people come from the hardest circumstances? The kids who are spoiled brats never amount to a damn thing. And why is that? It's because they find it difficult to cope in the real world because mommy and daddy always did everything for them and gave them everything. Brothers and sisters are so eager to get their kids accepted into an Ivy League school and spend all that money on their education. Why? And smaller IQs than the kids who actually had to put themselves through state universities? Example. I went to North Carolina A&T for undergrad, and I spent 15 years in Silicon Valley. And I danced rings around all those Ivy League engineers who could barely hold on because of the fast-paced environment. Shout out, shout out to all my A&T alums, Aggie Pride, and yes, it is still the greatest homecoming on earth. But getting back, so why was I so successful? A&T is an HBCU. For anyone who doesn't know what an HBCU is, it's historically black colleges and universities. And at A&T, they told us before we left the campus at the end of our four years, we represented more than our personal goals. Our acceptance there was an investment from the ancestors directly into us. And they told us clearly we had to be 10 times better than anybody from the Ivy Leagues if we wanted the same recognition. And this is the reason why North Carolina A&T has some of the highest paid engineering and design graduates in the world. I was extremely well compensated during my time in Silicon Valley. And it wasn't because my parents gave me the moon and the stars. It's because they were hard on me. They made me work for everything. I remember having to walk eight miles home from practice before I ever got a car. And now I look at the kids in my neighborhood who have their high school directly across the street, but they need their parents to be able to drop them off and pick them up in the evening. They literally live across the street. I wouldn't hire any of those kids, but I tell you who I would hire. That young person that had all the odds against them and walk through the storm anyway to get to the other side. And parents that want to be best friends with your kids, don't do it. It's a setup. Don't do it. You are a parent. Wear that hat with pride. And giving them the opportunities that you didn't have, that's a setup too. That'll drain your bank account. Let them buy their own experiences when they get out of your house. 
You don't owe them anything but being a good parent, teaching them right from wrong, keeping a roof over their heads, and keeping food in their belly. Everything outside that is extra credit. And we know who did the extra credit when we were in school. It was always the brown noser. So you have no business brown nosing with your kids. You are in charge. And you don't have to take my advice. Like I said, I'm going to love you anyway. Now back to some music. This is Must Be The Music by Secret Weapon on Vinyl 97. This is Young Bull with Flashback Friday Drive at 5 on Vinyl97.com. This is Young Bull with the Flashback Friday Drive at 5 on Vinyl97.com. America, it has been an absolute pleasure to pilot this ship for you today. Enjoy your weekend on Planet Funk. And keep on getting up. Until next time, this is Young Bull 
on the drive time at 5 on Vinyl97.com. I'm going to take you guys out with Indy. Last night, a DJ saved my life. Baby, why leave me all alone? And if it wasn't for the music, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah. Last night a DJ saved my life. Last night a DJ saved my life from a broken heart. Last night a DJ saved my life. Last night a DJ saved my life with a song. My car didn't get very far, no. Before I had you on my mind, why be so unkind? You've got your women all around, all around this town. But I was trapped in love with you, and I didn't know what to do. Radio, I found out all I needed to know. Check it out. Last night a DJ saved my life. Last night a DJ saved my life from a broken heart. Last night a DJ saved my life. Last night a DJ saved my life with a song. Last night a DJ saved my life. Last night. It's not a problem that I can't fix Cause I can do it in the mix And if your man gives you trouble Just to move out on the double And you don't let it trouble your brain Cause away goes trouble down the drain Said away goes trouble down the drain I can do it in the mix, cause I can do it in the mix. 